The PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to. PW Hustle, the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Midwest 
but it ain't gonna be here. No, it's gonna be in Chicago, and after I beat you, something very unsettling is going to happen. After I win, you people are finally going to get to see the real CM Punk. The CM Punk who loses his fake smile the second he doesn't get what he wants. The CM Punk who blames all of his failures on everyone else but himself. The CM Punk who if he feels like he hasn't gotten his just due, he's more than willing to sue. Your same hero who claimed on his almighty return August 13th, 2005, I left professional wrestling August 20th, 2021, I'm back, will soon say on February 2nd, I'm leaving wrestling again. Oh, oh, MJF, he would never leave us again, he loves us. Didn't you guys say the same thing about LeBron James? I'm just curious. Last time I checked, though, it was a slap in the face when he claimed that he left in 2005, because that ain't the truth. Truth is, he left all of you, and he left all the fans who loved him and supported him when he was scheduled to make an appearance right here in Cleveland, Ohio, back in 2014. But he no-showed, and he turned his back on each and every one of you. What makes you think he won't do it again? And you, you watching at home on the silver screen, yeah, I'm talking to you. You think he gives a damn that you spent the last seven years chanting his name at the top of your lungs? Yeah, yeah, I got news for you. All those chants aren't gonna stop him from turning his back on you again and then crying about it on a podcast. A podcast that you listen to because you're a fan. The next two things I say are not mutually exclusive. The best thing I ever did was leave. The best thing I ever did was come back. And if I didn't come back, well, you wouldn't have your brush with greatness that you're currently having, would you, Max? Go in the back. Lace up your three-inch lifts with your boots and get in the ring and handle business. We know you can. You know you can. I know you can. And Cleveland knows you can. Poor little Maxwell, sitting at home watching his hero on television. Too prepubescent to realize the athletes he admires on television are human beings. Sometimes you gotta take matters into your own hands, and that's what I've always done. I've never lied to the people. Some of them love me. Some of them hate me. That's what life is. But I would rather be me, and I would rather try and fail than be you and talk a big game and never
never show up. You pay to see me. You pay to stand in line to get my picture. You stand in line to get my autograph. And how dare you try to put it on these people? I've made decisions. I stand by every single one of them. And these people, they don't love me because I win. They don't hate me because I lose. They love me because I get back up and I try and I fight just like Cleveland does. Just like Chicago does. Oh, you always get back up, huh? Yeah, I always get back up. Oh, okay, how about we test that real quick? All right. MJF bringing the back up. Of course he is. Dax Harwood, Cash Wheeler, and Wardlow. Oh wait, Sean Spears from behind! The chairman coming from behind a typical MJF-led scenario. Yeah, the pinnacle. It's a, a three-on-one assault right now and Wardlow inside the ring. They're gonna soften him up for that, that symphony, I bet. They could be trying to take Punk out of next week. MJF just trying to get further and further away from CM Punk. Well, you knew when MJF said, I'll wrestle you next week in Chicago, that he had some sort of devious plan. Oh, this is bad. This is really bad. Oh, that's steel across the spine of CM Punk, which just weeks ago, Wardlow powerbombed eight consecutive times. Notice Wardlow's involvement in this uh, scenario is somewhat docile. It's kind of a non-involvement, really. Correct. Thank How about you. you get up now, punk, huh? Huh? How about you get up now, you dumb son of a bitch? Oh, CM Punk not backing down. Oh, but the right hand. Get up! Get up! Get up! Hey! Powerbomb. Powerbomb. I told you I could see this coming, man. You're just setting him up to power bombing. You got three other guys in the ring. Can they not power bomb? Power bomb somebody? Come on. Nobody has quite the destructive force of Wardlow. Of course not. Got a power bomb. You got three guys there, Excalibur, for God's sakes. Got a power bomb on a damn chair. MJ with a big grin on his face, Wardlow. Brian first on that steel chair lying in the middle of the ring. Seven days before these two men fight in Chicago next Wednesday night. Oh, come on. That's cool. That's this, really cool right brutal. there. This is, that's it right This is revolting. He is so apropos that the same place your journey started will be the same place it ends. I'll feel in Chicago! And if you need another reason to 
Join us live next week. There it is. presents the Wednesday Night Skirmish. You are listening to the PWC's Wednesday Night Skirmish with me, Christopher Ams. That's A-M-B-S, like lambs with no L or bullshit first thing in the morning. I am on here with my always trusty co-host, um, the man with the plan, the man of the hour, the DJ of the masses, um, my friend and yours, um, all the way from the People's Republic of Australia, Jimmy T. Jimmy, how the fuck are you, mate? I'm great, and I like that, man. My friend and yours. That's right, folks. Not only am I Chris's friend, but I'm all your friends too, man. So it's a pleasure being here. It's a skirmish. And you know what that means? It means trouble, Chris. Definitely means some trouble tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, first of all, I just want to tell everybody what's going on in Canada because that's that's very rarely an interesting thing. But because um, <laughs> usually we just freeze to death for six months of the year, and then thank God that we're not freezing to death for the other six months of the year. <clears throat> um, well, it is cold here, but that's not really the news. The news that's interesting to me, at least, is that currently we have one of the largest in history convoys of heavy trucks um, moving from both the west coast and the east coast 
It's well over 50,000 vehicles at this point. Um, almost a hundred miles long. That's correct, by the way. Wow. Almost a hundred miles long of trucks that are currently heading towards our capital city of Ottawa, Ontario, not Toronto. Thank you, um, Ottawa. <clears throat> and uh, they are heading there to uh, to protest a a a mandate which is which has gone into effect uh, last week. Um, for the previous two years, uh, heavy truck drivers were not um, mandated to have COVID or to have the COVID vaccine um, in order to go uh, across uh, the U.S. border and back into Canada. Obviously, since we need our food and trucks is how we get our food. Um, the Canadian government has recently changed that. They've made it uh, so that they have to have uh, the COVID vaccine, which has pissed off a lot of truckers. Um, this truck convoy is about 70 to 75% fully vaccinated. Um, so before anybody says they're anti-vaxxers, <laughs> um, actually what they are is anti-mandates. And, uh, these people are, have basically said, uh, they've raised about $7 million at this point, wow. and they're going to be parked in the city of Ottawa, 50,000 large trucks in the city of Ottawa. Um, they're going to be parked there and they're going to wait until the government decides to change that mandate. So pretty interesting. And I personally hope they succeed. Bravo. Bravo. Because let me just say something, man. Welcome to the People's Republic of Canada. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> Welcome to my world, bro. But more importantly, thank you to the truckers of Canada for actually doing that. We call them truckies over here because we like using, you know, our Aussie fucking slang. But at least the Canadian truckers or truckies, wherever you want to call them, are actually fucking standing up and doing something about it. Unlike here, where all the truckies were saying they were going to do the same thing. And guess what? Nothing fucking happened. They didn't do shit. Even though, and I was even saying it, right? People like, watch them do it if they do it then, you know, the government is going to fucking have to backflip. Well, and I was even saying, they're not going to do it. There's no fucking chance. And guess what? They didn't do it. So thank you to the Canadian truckies for actually doing that and taking a stand because unlike us, you guys have got balls. <laughs> I mean, you know, usually we, like a lot of people in Canada would say that we're too nice about yeah. stuff. And that is generally true. But we do have... You know, an end to the fuse, as they say. We've got an extra long fuse, but after two years, it's like, you know what? <laughs> That's enough. Uh, it reminds me of a joke, actually. Um, <laughs> God was busy creating the different people of the world, and an angel came over and said, oh, uh, what are you creating now? And God said, oh, Canadians. And the angel <laughs> said, oh, look at them. They just, they look so nice and happy and friendly. Aren't they so nice? And then God said, yeah. Watch this. And then he dropped the <laughs> hockey puck. <laughs> True story. But he's still nice people, though. But he's fight. I'll give you that. He's a f definitely fucking down for a, for a little spiff on, if you know what I mean. But, man, that is the beauty. I'll, I'll give you Canadians one thing, man. You really didn't invent anything great other than fucking ice hockey, bro. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. say it. <laughs> hey, what kind of jersey do you have on right now? I'm wearing a bullshit. Thank you. Yeah. What uh, What sport do they play? 
basketball <laughs> invented in canada what? no that's bullshit uh-huh. no no come Look on now chris don't make Look me it up jim <laughs> no you didn't chris I've read Look the history up, of basketball. I would have remembered that one. I'm looking it up right now. So, f- folks, quote me right now what I'm about to say. Let's see if Chris is actually right. Let's see. I'm mm-hmm. about to go to it. And I'm using Wikipedia for that matter, all right, Chris? Mm-hmm. I know people say, but you can change it. But let's see. I'm going to read. Wait, where's the history? Let's go to the history, all right? Wait a minute. History. Creation, Dr. James Naismith, who invented basketball in Springfield, Massachusetts, Chris, in 1891. Right, let me just look this up. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was it was born in Massachusetts, Chris. Chow there. Chow there, anyone? <laughs> uh-huh. oh, come on, where'd you get that fucking baloney from, bro? James Naismith. Let's check. James Naismith. Who is James Naismith? Oh, wait, you're right. You're right. A Canadian professor of physical education. Where was James Naismith from, Jimmy? Wait, wait, wait. Yes, right. You're right. That part, Naismith is Canadian. That's true. But. Invented by (laughs) a Canadian. Oh, come on, dude. First of all, it was firstly played in Massachusetts, not Toronto or, or anywhere in Canada for that matter. Come on, dude. But I'll give you that one. The guy who invented it. Bro. Okay, yes, he's Canadian. He's Canadian. Look, I'll, I'll read it out for everybody. Um, James Naismith. You know how we have, you know how we, like, how we have penicillin? Like, you know, penicillin oh, is a thing go. and how it's yes. basically been like pretty much the greatest uh, medical invention in the last 300 years or so. You know that? Are you telling me now another Canadian invented this? Canadian. All right, and I'll tell you what else you guys invented except... He was Greek, though, but Canadian. I bet you you didn't know this, but he was a Greek guy. So, you know what I mean? It's a bit, you know, we can claim him, but he's Canadian. (laughs) But the Hawaiian pizza, bro, pineapple on pizza. Absolutely, yeah. He's from a Greek Canadian. So, (laughs) wrongfully wrongfully or rightly, you motherfuckers invented frigging the Hawaiian pizza in Canada, but he was a Greek. So you can blame Canada, you can blame the Greeks too. Although I actually don't mind pineapple on pizza. I'm, I'm going to say it right now. I don't either. I'm I'm fine with it. I mean, they put all kinds of shit on pizza. Absolutely, and I'm not fine with that. All kinds of shit. Like I don't like seafood on my pizza. I don't mind anchovies. That's weird. You know what I mean? I don't anchovies. even like anchovies. I don't like anchovies. I hate it, but at least it gives it some salt. You know what I mean? Like yeah. But then again, it's probably too salty anyway. But in saying that, let's get into um, some wrestling. But yes, all right, I'll give you that. A Canadian started basketball, but it was first played in the good old US of A, Chris. The land of the free. I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) Well, Jimmy Crack Corn cares this time. (laughs) Listen, man, we we have not a lot of cool stuff to claim so when we can <laughs> we will that's that's how that goes okay? that's all right you guys can claim the greatest professional wrestler in professional wrestling history brett the fucking hitman heart how's that absolutely absolutely and um you know tony storm right there behind him <laughs> you fucking asshole uh, uh, anyway but shouldn't he be behind tony storm I- i'm sure brett would rather be behind 
Tony Stark. I think every straight white male on the planet would rather be behind Tony Stark. <laughs> every straight. Wow. Ooh, nature bye. But anyway, enough of the fucking. I, uh, <laughs> I would do terrible things to sleep with her. Um, uh, so like the things that I would be willing to do shock and offend me i won't even go there because i've got a fucking idea and i'm not even gonna fucking say Uh, all right you know the the listeners can can use their own imagination what chris would do to tony storm it's like it's like a choose your own adventure book uh you you figure out what you think i would do um all right well it's time for beach break folks and jimmy um, the last few days have been negative 40 here in Canada, and I have been working outside in the cold all day, so I could use a fucking beach break. I'm <laughs> guessing you could use a break from the beach weather, though. Well, uh, is it super fucking hot right now, or what? Well, I've got pretty good news to report. First of all, it is hot, but it, I don't know if you can tell, but it's 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 very dark here. Like you could mm. probably tell by the lighting. I've got the lights on and all that. It's early over here. It should be you know sunny and Rosie but you know what man it's thundering outside it's dark mm. and it's hot bro so we got that humidity oh yuck it's just feral weather right now man but it's still hot but about to thunder for once we haven't had a cool change bro in like a week and a half all right and I don't know if you can hear the thunderstorms right now can you hear that yeah I can hear some rumbling in the back uh shout outs to Thor what's up <laughs> shout out to Zeus too <laughs> the real I mean, god of thunder that guy's kind of gay oh get out of here let's be, let's be honest. who the fuck is thor with a name like thor like seriously <laughs> thor <laughs> uh, oh come on dude that's that's pretty gay <laughs> uh dude that that reminds me of did you did do you know uh the the guys that do um epic battle rap of history right they have one that's thor versus zeus oh. is fucking awesome you're kidding so good so good it's so fucking good well what do uh, they do exactly um it's actually they did a really interesting one the video is them both as lego characters okay um, but the the battle rap is actually pretty freaking good between so wait let me uh, get this straight zeus is battle rapping thor yeah and let me guess, they're rapping about, well, I'm Zeus and I've got the real thunder or some shit like that, right? Yeah, there's some of that shit, yeah. <laughs> I can picture it. I've got to check that out. <laughs> and don't do, tell man. me. It's awesome. And if Thor wins, I will riot right now. <laughs> all right, they don't I, really declare a winner at the end or anything like that. It's... All I'm, all I'm going to say about this matter is Thor is a fucking phony and Zeus is the real god of thunder. <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say yeah yeah well it's a good battle rap anyway um we start off the uh the night with a tnt title match yes must absolutely love that we're starting off with a tnt title match yay yay um I, okay listen i'm i'm i usually don't call people out on this jimmy because i mean you know what i look like right like i'm right. not I'm not like huge or anything, right? But I, I have not huge. You know, I've, I've got a, I've got a dad bod, right? Like hey. I, I, you know, I work out. I'm a big dude, right? But I also have a bit of a dad bod. Um, Cody <laughs> wasn't exactly beach body ready tonight, was he? <laughs> oh, he didn't look too bad. Come on, 
I mean, he's not exactly looking like his dad yet, but he's starting <laughs> to look more and more like his brother, at least. Oh, that's a big call, man. Yeah, look, he, yeah. he, he seems to be going a little flabby even around the, the pectoral friggin' region. Like, it looks like mm. he's kind of stopped working out on his chest a little bit. Look, he's just had a kid. I'll give him a break. He probably hasn't had time with, you know, him being the EVP and all to actually work out. But he's not fully, you know, dad bod just yet. I'll, I'll, give him, I'll cut him some slack, bro. I think he, he, he looks all right. He's not too bad. But you're not the only one that's actually said that. So I, I see where you're coming from. But I think he looked all right, man. But this match pissed me off. I'll be honest with you. Even though I enjoyed the match itself, I don't enjoy. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't agree with the finish, and I'll tell you why okay. once we get there. All right. Well, let's get there. All right. They start <laughs> off the match with uh, shaking hands, Ring of Honor style. Woo! Yay. Let's uh, let's celebrate a company that couldn't ever turn a profit and went <laughs> broke and had to basically let everybody go. Yay! Um, <laughs> Sorry, I know a lot of people will be very upset with me just now. I don't care. <laughs> <clears throat> Shout out to Jeff Lippman. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> they don't take too long to make it to the outside. They brawl a bit. Uh, Sammy fucks up a cutter outside. JR oh. with the call. I don't think he quite got all of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, JR. I love you, JR. <clears throat> oh, man. He's a classic, bro. He's a classic. This match, dude, they were killing each other, Chris. They were taking some stiff fucking potatoes at some point. Even that GTH, or should I say GTS, now that everybody uses that move, right? That would look stiff, bro. Um, yeah, and it looked like... Uh, it also looked like when they did the... Um, uh, the the crossroads from the top oh, of the ladder. That was it brutal. looked like Sammy straight up mushed his face. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, that was brutal, bro. I cringed at that, man. That was bad. Yeah, it didn't look good. Um, yeah, the announcers are telling us how cold it is um, right now in Cleveland. Shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. You don't know what cold is. Um, you can't convince me there's a safe way to land while delivering a suplex from the ladder. That looked fucking harsh. Even oh, that, that first one too. from the ladder was like, ooh. Absolutely, I agree 100%, man. That was pretty bad. And not to mention the ladder spot at the end, but we'll get to that. We'll get to it. Uh, Cody gives Sammy a figure four in the ladder, but you can clearly see that it doesn't make the move any worse. There's no... There's no extra pressure. Um, <laughs> so Mascara Estupido says oh. it's reminiscent of Bret Hart doing it around the post outside, but that move would actually no. add pressure to it. Right. So shut up, masks are us. Um, <laughs> are you sure it wasn't was JR that said that, Chris, actually, by the way? No, it was, it oh, was I thought El, I heard, El Mascaco. I thought I heard JR mention it too, which is odd, but yeah. I'm not, but don't quote me. I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, I could have sworn. But anyway, who cares? Continue on. Anyway, there's a huge cutter from one ladder to the other from Sammy. That was a great looking spot. Um, they slowed it right down for replay. Um, one of a, you know, you, you don't really get to see a lot of wrestling moves um, in replay that close that look that good. But that one was like he held on till the very last second delivering that cutter, and it looked good in replay too. Absolutely. 
Absolutely did, man. And like I said, these two guys went at it, man. Yeah. Uh, Cody looked like he was setting up Sammy's legs on the outside to do a, an injury spot. But um, some child in a lucha mask saved mm -hmm. him. Um, Cody uh, then gets really pissed off. He's got the child in the ring and he delivers a Jaguar driver 1492. Is that right? <laughs> a Jaguar <laughs> Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> All right. Um, so he also tries to deliver the Jaguar driver 1492 to Sammy, who backdrops him out of the <laughs> ring. Um, no one saw that coming. <laughs> uh, Sammy then sets him up on a ladder on the outside that's uh, set up as sort of like in the chair spot. Sammy goes up to the top of a very tall ladder and does a swanton. It does not break, and Sammy looked like he just about broke himself in half. Oh, and not to mention how fucking Cody must have felt. That would have winded him, dude. I mean, seriously, I don't know if that ladder was gimmicked or not. I was trying to see if it was. I couldn't really tell. I'm pretty sure that ladder was meant to break with that spot. Don't you think, Chris? Or am I wrong? I, yeah, no, I don't. I, the way that Sammy landed, it looked like he did not know that he was going to do a complete fucking... <laughs> 450 after he landed Fuck, that was bad uh, dude that was bad and oh that was just shocking and what made me laugh even more it was so jeff hardy the way he did it up top of the ladder had to do a swanton and you know expect jeff hardy to be in aw very shortly <laughs> maybe to challenge for the tnt championship oh it wouldn't surprise me absolutely wouldn't surprise me all right, um, so Guevara and Cody are battling at the top. They're both up there. Guevara eventually hits Cody with the belt, knocking Cody to the ground. Guevara takes the titles. He is your undisputed TNT champion. Jimmy, you didn't like the booking. Tell me about it. Well, first of all, it's not that I'm disappointed that Sammy won, right? Mm -hmm. It's more because what was the whole point of Cody winning in the first place against Sammy Guevara for the TNT Championship. What was the point? Please, Basically Chris, explain this to, to me. To feed Cody's ego. Okay, but this just made him look like a friggin' choke artist, in my opinion. I honestly, I mean, from what I've read, and I mean, I, I have a hard time believing anything that anyone says in wrestling media because wrestling media is hilarious. Everybody oh, in wrestling media is basically you and me with a few right. people's phone numbers. They're yeah, not, yeah. these are not journalists. I don't care what anyone says. Um, but uh, from what I've heard, AEW was, was actually pretty shocked that like Cody's um, contract came up. So oh, right. That's right. Uh, I don't know if that's been resolved yet. I haven't seen any major news, so I'm not sure. Uh, maybe Cody is going to take some time off to raise his kid. Maybe he's going to show up at the Rumble. He won't show up at the Rumble. I've um, been saying that. Uh, everyone thinks I'm crazy, but I'm telling you, do not be, don't be surprised if Moxley is at the Rumble either, dude, since he got mentioned on SmackDown last week during the fucking Rollins and fucking, uh, what's his name, Roman Reigns segment. Can you believe that? And then he mentioned Ambrose. They said John Moxley. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Jimmy? Yeah, sorry, what? 
Oh, you didn't hear what I said? I was saying, I was just saying that, um, you know, what's funny. Not only is Cody possibly going to be at the Rumble, even though everyone thinks I'm crazy for saying that, but quite possibly we could get John Moxley in the Rumble because on SmackDown last week, during the, what do you call it, the Reigns uh, and Seth Rollins segment, they mentioned John Moxley by name, as in John Moxley, not Dean Ambrose, which is quite right. interesting. Well, I don't think that Moxley's contract has come due anytime soon. So are you suggesting that the the forbidden door is is extending to WWE? Maybe the forbidden door was WWE all along. Oh my goodness. Think about it. I mean, was New Japan really a fucking forbidden door? I still think there's a door there that the only thing that we've gotten out of like that forbidden door is not open. Like there, there is, there is no forbidden door open to, to new Japan professional wrestling. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. Um, seeing three 60 plus year old wrestlers come from <laughs> new Japan and lose to John Moxley is not a forbidden door being open. It's just not, I I'm not impressed. Well, that's what I'm saying. Could it be Vizic Man and Austin all all over again where he was like, it was me, Austin. I'm talking about Vizic Man. It was me all along. Could we get one of those? Um, I don't I doubt it. I'd I'd love it. I mean, I would think that it was the most interesting thing maybe ever in professional wrestling if they would do that, but I I don't see the WWE doing anything like that. Well, they have been talking lately, Chris. You know that, right? I mean, talking, but what does that mean? Like well, look, I'm not saying that's what it is, and it's a real long shot. Don't get it twisted, folks, right? I'm not saying for sure, but when you really think about it, what was so forbidden about Impact Wrestling or New Japan Pro Wrestling or Ring of Honor? That shit ain't forbidden to me. If anyone is forbidden, and the forbidden door in particular... That's got to be WWE, bro. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. When it happened, when the whole thing happened with Impact um, on AEW, um, at least the moment when they mentioned it, and it was your world champion running away from the, running away from stealing the world title, and he had mentioned Impact Wrestling, and he, right. we'll see you on Impact Wrestling. Um, that was a pretty cool moment, and that's, that's one thing that I think AEW has done a decent job of, of producing so far is moments. They right. just seem incapable of following up properly. Yeah. And we'll get to a moment during the main event, which is much later. But, man, I'm just putting it out there, man. Just I'm not saying and I'm not saying it's going to happen. I doubt, Me personally, I doubt it. But if... But there is a slim chance, and if and it would make sense in storyline, and it would be huge. I think it would inject, not poison, <laughs> but inject new life in 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 terms of professional wrestling in 2022. If that forbidden door is really WWE, I mean they have been mentioning AEW wrestlers. Jericho was on the Austin show on the WWE Network slash Peacock, the cock. I mean. Is it, I mean, could there be a 1% possibility? If there is, 
I'm all for it. Will it happen? Probably not. But you never know. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You never know. It would be great well, if that was the case, though. You never know. It would be pretty cool. Um, you know what uh, was also pretty cool was um, Ricky Starks. And by that, I mean he was cold. By that, <laughs> I mean he was outside in the cold in Cleveland next to the water Ugh. in the freezing cold. Why was he out there again? Oh, yeah. He was challenging Jay Lethal for his own championship. Yeah, I thought the FTW belt is not a belt in AEW, right? It's not officially sanctioned, but we're still going to have matches where we have a referee counting the pinfall right, with right. the FTW championship on the line. And and speaking of non-sanctioned, wasn't our main event of the evening supposed to be a lights-out match? It was, yes. So why did we have a referee? I don't know. Um, anybody? Can anybody? I guess tell they us? were there just to just for the pin. Oh I, right, right. But I'll it was unsanctioned, get, though. Yeah, we'll get to the ridiculousness of the main event tonight. But, um, I just wanted to to say um, this segment was really dumb because. Uh-huh. You're telling me that basically what happened was Ricky Starks, who is the FTW champion, yep. decided that he was going to go out into the cold next to the lake in mm-hmm. Cleveland. Um, yep. And while he was out there in the cold, in the uncomfortable temperatures of Cleveland next to the lake, uh-huh. and then challenged someone else for his own championship. You got that right. Okay. Booker of the year. Booker of the Year, man. Booker of the Year. And I just want to spot out, did you notice that the beach, even if you want to call it a real fucking beach, right, was mm-hmm. frozen? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it it was frozen. It is frozen. Um, yeah. In fact, most of the Great Lakes are frozen right now because she fucking cold. Yeah, right. But they call that a beach, which looks more like a lake, which is kind of weird, but. Oh, yeah. Anyway, and the water seems to be coming from Lake Ontario, Chris. Yes, Lake Ontario. Right. Or Erie or whatever. Erie, Pennsylvania? Erie, Indiana. Oh, um, well, there's an Erie, Pennsylvania too, isn't it? There's a bunch of Eries. There's also <laughs> a bunch of Londons. There's even oh, a few Hells. Cool. Shout out to Michigan. Um, yep. Absolutely. And there's even, and shout outs to New York, Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. Good job. Um, okay. All right. Well, uh, next up here, Wardlow comes out to have a handicap match. Um, they're continuing the simple monster booking, the same kind of thing that they did with um, Braun Strowman in the WWE most recently. He makes the pin after five power bombs. Um, wait, wait. Did booking. You, right. Good booking, but there's one important factor. Did you notice who he was facing tonight? No. Think think about it, man. One person looks like a, a fellow PWC member, actually, Chris. Think real hard who that might be. Uh what? Really? Yeah. You know who, who that who guy was? was? It was no. Kevin Panetta, bro, sexy time. No way. <laughs> it, look, it wasn't actually him, but it fucking looked like him. 
Okay, you had me excited there. I was like, dude, really? I kid you not, man. Campbell the guy looked like. Shout out to Sexy Time, that the one dollar, dollar, dollar king himself. But man, I'm telling you, dude, I was laughing. I'm like, damn, this guy looks like Panetta. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's kind of funny, and that sort of popped me. But uh, for jobbers, well, these guys, of people who look like people, yeah, right? Um, we'll get to that during the CM Punk entrance. But yeah, these guys had terrific bodies. Yeah, so, like, you. That's what I was about to say. You took the words out of my mouth. These guys were jacked for jobbers, dude. Yep, no doubt. This was not. Um, uh, Ellsworth. This was not that guy. Th th these guys look like professional wrestlers. Right, and they got um, jobbed. They got jobbed the fuck out to Wardlow. Um, <laughs> I kind of like this spot at the end. So I like the booking. First of all, it's solid booking. I like that they're having them just run through people. Um, I like there was a little moment at the end where Spears grabs the chair and he's going to go hit them and Wardlow just stops him. And he doesn't do anything big. There's no major movements here or anything. There's not like this look of, I fucking hate you and you better not. <laughs> yeah. It was just a subtle moment where he grabbed, where he sort of like, just put his hand out and Spears was like, oh, come on, man. And, and, and then he was like, he was like, ah, all right, all right, I won't hit him. Um, <laughs> like that. It was subtle. Um, you don't have to overdo it every single week if you're, if you're doing something, if you're having a slow burn, like what, what, like what they're doing with Wardlow. And I like that Spears, it, it almost seemed like Spears is softening up a little bit because he's with Wardlow, which so? is a good way. Yeah, I mean, that's that was what they that's what it looked like tonight. It might have just been miscommunication or a miscue or I might just be seeing something that's not really there. I mean, God knows that happens. Um, but uh, yeah, I liked it. And I think that that could be a really interesting uh thing moving forward where Wardlow starts to become more and more of a face and MJF is trying to sort of uh, pull Sean Spears like back towards the heel side sort of, right. but Spears starts to soften a little bit because he's working with Wardlow and Wardlow is, is more of a face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, we'll get to the punk segment and, and I'll talk more about Wardlow during that segment. But as far as Wallow goes over here, dude, I was watching. I was watching his, um, you know, Chris Van Fleet, a yep. fellow Canadian of yours, actually, Chris. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, he's won four Emmys, mind you. I'm sure you know that. Oh yeah, we know. We know everything about all the Canadians <laughs> that ever do anything. In fact, <laughs> all of us know each other. Um, I'm good friends with Drake. Uh, the Beads <laughs> and I hang out all the time. Oh, no. uh, Van Fleet. He's he's not super cool yet, so like we we all kind of know him, but he's the guy who we're like, yeah yeah yeah, we'll hang out, man, we'll hang out, and then we never do, you know. <laughs> I think Beebs probably fucked his sister at one point. We just oh, sort of keep all that on the on the low low. And Apparently, kind of thing. his sister's pretty hot, but you know what, man? I used to not be a fan of Van Fleet, right? But then it grew he grew on me and you know what dude i sent him a, a, a text once on twitter right i kid you not right after watching his benoit benoit jr's interview with with himself right and i and i right. sent him a message saying you probably won't read this like you probably won't see this but i just wanted to say you did a great job like you know fucking with that interview right and he replied right. to me straight away then we started conversating i'm like wow this guy funny and i literally said you probably won't read this 
but he fucking did straight away. And then we're talking about fucking Benoit, and I'm talking about the son. What's his son's name again? Mm-hmm. De- um, David Benoit. That's it. It was David. David. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like he, we're talking off the record, obviously. And uh, I go, dude, do you think he's got a chance? Like, you know what I mean? Because I think because of his dad, unfortunately, he's never going to get a look in. And, he's, and he agreed. But he didn't yeah. mention that, though, on the, in the interview. So I want to say shout out to Chris Van Fleet because he's a cool dude, actually. So, I mean, he fucking, you know, took the time to actually talk to me when I'm sure he's got thousands of friggin' followers. And I just want to say that John Cena follows me. <laughs> I said it on Twitter. Can you believe that shit? John Cena? What the fuck? Uh, that's cool. He does love hip hop. So he's probably just, he probably has no idea you'd know anything about wrestling. He's just like, man, these are sick beats, bro. Maybe. Who knows? But I found that <laughs> fucking weird. I was like, what the fuck? What's John Cena doing following me? But anyway, yes, I'm marking out <laughs> to John Cena. It's cool. It's, it's cool. cool, man. I, you know, man. It's chain cool, gang like for said. life. You know, I've seen lots of people mark out to the beads when we're hanging out too. So I mean, I've, I've seen it. It's uh, it's not a big deal to me. Oh, um, wow, that's true. But anyway, my point right. about Wardlow. There was a point about Wardlow. What I wanted to get at, and then I fucking went on a tirade. But I just want to say, I'm happy to report that Wardlow is actually his real name, his last name. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And his interview, man. He's he's such a baby face, bro. I got that vibe. He was happy. I said on the blow-off last week that I originally said he reminds me of like a Brock Lesnar, but then I thought about it even more. I said on the blow-off, you know what? He reminds me of Batista, right? And then Jago said to me, you know what? That's a great comparison. And guess who his favorite wrestler was growing up? I'm I'm guessing it's probably Batista. That's right. Batista, It was (laughs) he models himself on Batista. And funny, because I called it, it started reminding me, and then when he said it, I was like, I, I knew, I, I could see it now, you know what I mean? But he's also right. a big Jeff Hardy mark, believe it or not, and he grew up loving pro wrestling, so he's a mark, dude, for life. Okay, well, I'm I'm cool with that. Um, just don't ever let me see him work like Jeff Hardy. I will be oh, infinitely disappointed. Well, apparently he can't do swantons and shit, so... I'm sure yeah. he can. I don't care. I don't want to see it. I've seen it. Uh, like, listen... Uh, Sean O'Hare basically ruined that for me. Um, I'm oh, not true. impressed with the big guy who can do the crazy shit anymore. What? Um, well, before we continue, get this, dude. You know how we, we, we say that he'd be perfect for WWE? Well, he got rejected by WWE, dude. They also yeah, said to him, go and make a name for yourself that. and then come back to us. Can you believe that shit? Yep, I can. The WWE is ruthless. Idiots. Straight up idiots. They had their fucking chance and they blew it because of their arrogance and ignorance. Yeah, I mean, well, we'll see. He's a young guy. He could still wind up in the WWE. Yeah, he, he got asked that. He goes, look, one day, maybe, right? But he goes, I don't want to go there because he's motivated by what they said to him, yeah? Like, he feels like right. they... Because he was convinced. You know what's funny? Dude, he's that confident that he knew himself from a young age that he was going to make it in pro wrestling. He knew he had the look. He was that into himself. He knew that he was going to make it. Like, but, And he went into the WB tryout thinking, oh, they're going to go for me. Yeah, because he's got the look for WB. He knows he's the prototype of what WB like. And boy, did mm-hmm. his ego get shot. 
Yeah, well, that happens too. Um, I, I think he's a star in the making. I Absolutely. think not signing him straight off is a huge mistake for any company, but that's Agreed. what I've come to expect from the WWE too. Yeah. Stupid cunts. Stupid cunts. That's uh, right. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of stupid cunts, next up it's 2.0 <laughs> uh, versus Santana, Ortiz, and Chris Jericho, who have Ugh. been fighting lately because they're not on the same page. So, uh, Jimmy, can uh, they coexist? Uh, this was silly, bro. I hated I this. Have, I, like, Listen, the whole can they coexist thing is... Like, I know it's like a trope in wrestling. And uh, it's something, it's like, definitely it's a, a trope in wrestling. <laughs> Always it's been. a tool to use sparingly, but it feels like it's been used a lot lately. And I'm yeah. tired of it. Am I alone? or uh, No, you're not. And what I hate, it's so predictable. You know what I'm saying? It's so fucking predictable. And really, it makes fucking Santana and Ortiz... Look weak, in my opinion, bro. Yeah, I think this whole thing kind of makes them look weak, unless they come out of it going after the the titles. Like they they've been saying, oh, maybe we're we never won the titles because because of you. Yeah. So if they come out of this and they still don't go after the titles and they still don't become tag champs, it's like, what was the fucking point? Well, tell me, Chris, where the fuck was there? their homie bro in kingston also don't know um <laughs> maybe he got drunk and missed the plane uh, <laughs> that's, that's actually a possibility chris maybe he got covid and he's in protocol <laughs> maybe uh, maybe he bought a big truck and he's coming to ottawa i don't know <laughs> i maybe I, I don't know exactly what's going on uh, with Eddie Kingston. Hopefully he's back soon, though, because the feud needs him. Otherwise, mm. it's just Santana and Ortiz kind of looking like little bitches for Chris Jericho. Yeah, little ungrateful bitches at that, too. It's not a great look. Uh, Jericho helps the team get the win, but he looks, but it looks like a split is coming. Um, it's definitely time for a split. Uh the inner circle has not been cool for a while. Uh, it's time to split this up. Yeah, Jim? I agree, but you know what's even more retarded, though? Eugene? Yes, Sorry, go ahead. That, that's, that's one. But more importantly, the fact that where the fuck was Sammy Guevara? Where is Jack Hager? Is there any, anyone else I'm missing? I think that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's Sammy. You know, Sammy came out with that little uh, kid who took oh. the Jaguar driver 1492 earlier, too. Um, who, but he about... apparently couldn't, but apparently he couldn't be fucked to come out and deal with Santana Ortiz and Jericho. Fuego, not de la Sol. Fuego del Hijo. Oh, um, or is it Fuego fire... El Cabrones? <laughs> <laughs> El Cabron. But anyway. I go with Stupido. Or how about um, Pinche? Cabron. Pinche. <laughs> but, yeah. but anyway, 
if this is an inner circle fucking storyline, why aren't the others getting involved? At least not involved where like, you know, we're friends and all that shit, you know, that stereotypical shit. But why aren't they actually trying to like, you know, like talk with reason or some shit, bro? That's what I hate because really, is this even an inner circle thing or is it just an Ortiz Santana Kingston who's gone MIA and Jericho thing? It feels like they're trying to... So I think Jericho sees that Eddie Kingston is really popular with this crowd. And I honestly believe that he's trying to attach himself to Eddie Kingston. Um, And they're using Santana and Ortiz as sort of the lever to to put in between them. Because you're right. I mean, they're saying, oh, well, we we haven't won the tag championships and it's because of you. Where's Sammy saying, "Uh, hey, guys, two-time TNT champion here still a member of the inner circle yeah like, that's what i'm saying you know what i mean it's, it's it's fucking dumb to me like if or this is what's happening chris and i hate to say it remember there's one important thing in aw everyone has to be in a friggin' faction right yep and i still truly believe we're going to get a trios championship very soon right yeah so we split the circle in half we get a half circle, which is Jericho, Guevara, and Hagar. And then we get the other half circle, which becomes, I guess, LAX, right? Whatever you want to call them. In Kingston, Ortiz, and Santana, right? I mean, come on. That's what's going to happen, bro. The inner circle ain't going nowhere. And we're going to have another stable formed. Cool. There'll be the crescent moon. Yes. Um... Yes, absolutely. Fuck it. Let's get the LWO back. Let's get Latino World Order. <laughs> oh, boy. Would that not go over in today's society? <laughs> Eddie. Eddie. You want to man. chant Eddie, right? You want to chant Eddie? <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, man. Um, yeah, and we could have them come to the ring on lawnmowers, too. I'm sure. Uh, absolutely. I'm sure no I- one would have a problem with that. <laughs> How does WWE get away with this shit? I'll never know. But anyway, absolutely. Lawnmowers it is. And they can even come out as carpenters if they want, or bricklayers, or laborers. Somebody can just show up. You know what they should do? They should have uh, Santana and Ortiz just like hanging out next to uh, next to a a home hardware, and uh, (laughs) and have Chris Jericho show up in a in a pickup truck and just be like, "Yeah, I'll take you two guys um, for the day. We'll give you fifty bucks each." And then they should show up and they should. they should Deport have a tag him. match. That'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> and then get the ported. Deportum. <laughs> Back to Puerto uh, Rico. Uh, oh God. <laughs> I'm just fucking around, folks. Just they get deported to Mexico. They get deported <laughs> to Mexico. <laughs> They're arguing with the ICE officers. We're from Puerto Rico, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure you are. That would be Enjoy funny, motherfuckers man. motherfuckers from East L.A., huh? <laughs> Oh, shit. You're all going back to Mexico. <laughs> and and you know what's funny? If you say, orale homes to a Puerto Rican, they get offended, bro. You can't say ese to them because they're like, that's a Mexican thing. We don't fucking say that. And it's true. It is a Mexican thing, right? But but still, all they got to do is just like, orale homes. And that's it, man. They're Mexican now. <laughs> that's right. 
I was born in <laughs> East LA. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Shout outs to Homeboy88. Who's who's got Shout the vid? He's got the video. Um, yes, the which video. Is what I, which is what I was sure he meant when he texted me. That makes two of us. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, speaking of vids, there's a video package, uh, and in it they tell us that the match between Paige and Archer is going to be a Texas death match. <laughs> um, what is exactly a Texas death match? <laughs> Isn't that just a street fight? Right? Street fight? It's basically piece? a street fight. It's basically just... Uh, but I thought a Chicago a street lazy fight booking match. was different. Yeah, well, it is extremely lazy. But uh, where the fuck was the build to this shit? Like, really? Where the fuck is Danielson? Like, I, I, I'm fucking confused, Chris. I'm confused. They're trying to build this fucking match to be some big deal title match. Uh-huh. But um, I see a build every two to three weeks. They do something. And there's no heat. There's no reason no to have a Texas death match. No they reason. They haven't already had a match where somebody got disqualified because they were yep. using weapons. That's there's right. no reason for the lazy booking match. But we're going to go with it anyway because... Fuck it, I'm Booker of the Year. Right, but can I just say the TNT Championship right now? I I can't believe I'm going to say this is more fucking over than the AEW World Heavyweight Championship because I forget that there even is an AEW World Champion. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, you know what's definitely not more over than the AEW Championship though? <laughs> I know. The man. AEW Tag Team Championship. <laughs> Boys, Booker of the Year, bro. What the fuck is wrong with TK, bro? How the <laughs> fuck? Seriously. Private party, the number one contenders. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. They are, man. You got to be watching Dark and Dark Elevators in the Darkness, whatever the fuck. You got to be watching that, Chris. Darkly darkened darkness of elevation. They've caught the lift, bro. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> seriously, though, Jimmy, like this, this is going to come up later. To, this is going to come up later, too. Don't you fucking worry if you're <sighs> waiting for it for later, too, because it's coming up later, too. How the fuck are private party the number one contenders? I guess they went to a private party and won a bet. I, 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 I really don't know, bro. Maybe they're playing Murder in the Dark and they got and they won and they become number one contender. I don't fucking know, bro. I really don't and understand. Weren't they just setting up for a match against the Gun Club? Yeah, I was gonna say that. That's exactly what I was thinking while watching this segment. Didn't Christian get beat up last week? Yeah. So where was the Ass Club? Um, they were, uh, I guess in the same place the fucking acclaimed were who three weeks ago were called the number one contenders 16 fucking times before their match was Sting and Darby Allen. Oh, I guess they're not the number one contenders anymore because they lost a match, even though they lost the match against two single stars who aren't actually a tag team. So it shouldn't have anything to do with the tag team. You know what? Fuck this company. I'm so fucking tired of this nonsense. TK, stop fucking saying 
that wins and losses matter if you're <laughs> just going to fucking put tags on people. He's the number one contender. They're the number one contender. She's the number one contender. For Shim. fucking what? He's the number one contender. <laughs> Speaking of shims, um, we'll get to that too. But um, you're right. Okay, like... You know, they've gone back on their words so many times in the last couple of weeks. Now, keep this in mind, Chris. Last week on Rampage, weren't we supposed to have, and fair enough, due to COVID protocols, we're meant to get Rapungi Vice versus, uh, who was it again? I fucking forgot because it doesn't matter anyway. The Young Fucks. The Young Fucks, that's right, because they don't fucking matter anyway. That didn't happen. We're supposed to get fucking... uh, Johnson, Lee Johnson, and Brock, not Lesnar, but Brock Anderson, right? Versus, uh, who was it again? FTR. FTR. And that didn't end up happening. And now suddenly, we're getting all that shit again. But is it going to happen? Who the fuck knows? Because right now, their booking is all over the shop, bro. It really is. It really, really is. This and dynamite, in a way, was one of the one of the stupidest shows I've seen, and it doesn't necessarily mean I think it was a totally bad show. But come on, this was a lot of stupidity in a fucking show, and a lot of shit that just puzzles me, bro. Yep. Um, you know what? And there was good. There were good moments on this show. There was good matches on this show. I thought Sammy and Cody fucking near killed themselves tonight. It was <laughs> yeah, not a absolutely. bad match. No, for sure. Um, did it leave me scratching my head? Yeah. Yes. Did everything else on this fucking show make me go, "What the fucking fuck? When did that fucking shit fucking happen?" <laughs> yes. Yes. Indeed. Um. So I don't know, man. It, like, and I know that there are going to be people who are going to be like, "Oh, you're nitpicking." Fuck you. I'm not nitpicking. <laughs> this shit is fucking annoying, dude. Any real fucking wrestling fan that gets it, man, will fucking agree with us. All right. <laughs> Put it that way. I mean, come on. If you if, if a real f- fan that loves AEW, right, I know, take your AEW glasses off, folks, because seriously, look at it for what it is. Okay, and they can turn around and say, just enjoy it for what it is. Sure. But the problem is... I like professional wrestling the way I like it. You know what I mean? I'm, as no. you do, Chris, right? And sure, maybe that we are comment is so That comment is so fucking asinine and stupid, too. Because, like, listen, okay? Green Lantern and The Dark Knight are both superhero movies, right? <laughs> yeah, They're right. both superhero movies, okay? And The Green Lantern fucking sucked, okay? And I say that as a huge fan of Ryan Reynolds. Also a Canadian, by the way. Um, But it sucked. I say that as a huge fan of Ryan Reynolds. That was one of the worst fucking movies I've ever seen in my goddamn life. (laughs) And I will complain about it and say how fucking stupid it was every single time someone asks me about it. You know what? No, I didn't enjoy it for what it was. (laughs) And I realized that it's a different, it's in a different universe than The Dark Knight. I don't fucking care. I'm comparing. They're both superhero movies. One's great. One's fucking stupid. AW, stop fucking doing this nonsense. <laughs> Absolute nonsense, man. And, and 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 like I said, man, I'm we we refuse to fucking just enjoy it for what it is. We've been fans for a fucking long time, man. 
you know, it just doesn't make sense. Sure, back in the day, there was a lot of crap too. Even during the Attitude Era, even during the 80s, I know, right? We know. But today's professional wrestling, they can't, they just, it's a, it's a fucking mess. All right? TK is a fluke, man. One week he gets it right, the next week he fucks it up. Then he gets it. They're fucking inconsistent. But the one thing they're consistent with is they still put on a decent show regardless of what we're saying, right? Compared to the it's competition. It's still a wrestling show. Right. It's still a wrestling show. Yep. It, it's still a wrestling show on major TV, so I can't fucking hate it. It's like, it's, it, oh, man. But it just drives me so fucking crazy sometimes. Absolutely. Like, it's really, it's like you want to stay in the relationship, but you also <laughs> kind of want to strangle her a little bit. Oh, you my know? God. Like, She's pushing it, Chris. She's fucking pushing it. I'm telling you, bro. And that's the sad part because last week was great. I felt the three weeks before that were bad. And then here we are again with the shit. But I know next week will probably be a, a good show going by what we're getting. It might not even be next week. It could literally be Rampage is a good show. Like it's yeah, no, no, it's absolutely. So up and down. Well, it's the it's Friday so night. Up and down, it's man. the it's it's the night of champions on Rampage, bro. It's the what? Why do it's, they keep doing this stupid shit? It was Beach Break. This it's this still week. Beach Break. It's be, three it's Beach ago, Break. It was <laughs> it's Beach Break Friday. It's also fucking Championship Friday or something like that. It's Beach Break Championship Friday. That's what they're calling it. I know it's a tongue twister, but Didn't that's what it is. we just have the Battle of the Belts? <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking, even though truly it wasn't really a Battle of the Belts, if you get my drift. That show sucked. Show. Like, bad. I'm just frustrated with it, Jimmy. I'm super frustrated yep. with it. Let's move on. Please. Uh, CM Punk makes an entrance, Ugh. and I, I, I have to bring this up, Jimmy. I'm going to rewind it. I am going to take a screenshot. I'm going to put it online. Seriously, did I see RBV in a pimp outfit? Because it looked like <laughs> I saw RBV in a pimp outfit during this. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. Was it really RBV? I mean, go re like rewind the entrance. Like rewind to the entrance. Watch the entrance. There's a guy in like a greenish pimp outfit. It looks a lot like RBV. Like, if it's not RBV, the guy's at least on the RBV diet. Um, well, there's a good chance that it probably is him. I, I know who you're talking about, but I didn't actually pay attention to what he looked like. Like, But you know what? I'm going to shout out to RBV right now. But I'm going to go stalking on his Facebook just to see and confirm if it was him or not. So let's see. Drum roll, please. But anyway, let's, let's find out. <laughs> All right, I'll you be... find out. I will talk about this. this Please. Uh, this thing. CM Punk takes in the adulation for a minute. Um, he obviously wants MJF, who comes out to say he wouldn't waste his time or energy uh, having a big, important match in Cleveland. Boo. Um, he says they're going to fight in two weeks in Chicago, which makes no sense. Why would you accept the match in the guy's hometown? It doesn't matter. These guys went on for a little too long. As much as I like them both on the stick, MJF says Punk will retire. He gets a dig in at Cleveland because everybody gets a dig in at Cleveland. Yeah, Punk's, Punk gives a Cleveland is Punk promo. 
the pinnacle apparently exists again the entirety of the pinnacle who oh, have yes. not been seen together in months and <laughs> basically have been on loan to other people and oh yeah what happened to that by el idolo and oh yeah and what happened them... to el fucking jobbero um did doesn't he own he now got fucking 51 percent of uh yeah he got 51 percent, but he doesn't have um, this the, the same number of controlling seats at the, shut the fuck up oh, oh my god <laughs> see what I mean this god. bitch is about to get a hiding bro cool <laughs> yeah I know man and that's the thing man because AEW is that fucking white hope you know what I'm saying and <sighs> I don't know bro I like it I still like it I still watch it consistently compared to any other promotion out there right now but god damn it please do some shit right you know i'm starting to miss kenny omega at this point bro straight up yes i'm being serious man i'm i'm not even i've i've been one of these guys saying i, I don't see the uh i don't see the best bout machine kenny omega and it makes me sad i miss kenny omega at this point <laughs> I, like, I really miss Kenny Omega. I don't even need you to give him a story. Just give me a solid 20-minute Kenny Omega match every night. Fuck and yes. At least I'll be able to say, okay, that match was good. Moving on. Absolutely. Please. And where's Danielson? Save us, please. Fuck. Honestly. Jesus. All right. Um, the pinnacle, they jump punk. Uh, MJF finishes the segment with his legs crossed on top of punk's chest. It kind of looked like he was going to give him a Cleveland steamer. I got the joke in. <laughs> yes. I got the joke in. Uh, oh. And not Waiting one person said so it, you know long. that? Not not one commentator mentioned it, nothing. He was definitely going to give him a steamer, and that's what went through my head. I'm thinking, this guy's going to fart on his face. You know what I mean? But uh, I, I liked happen, it. But Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I didn't mind the segment. I've got one issue now, though. What's that? I did say, don't be surprised if Waldo does the swerve and he's with MJF all along. And shout out mm -hmm. to Seth Kennedy, who tagged Jago and I about... about he mentioned, is, is uh, Waldo going to do the turn, but like save MJF and not Punk, right? And mm -hmm. that's what I said was going to happen, too. But now, after this segment, surely Punk is going over because that's just the way it is, right? Whoever goes over on the fucking go-home show ends up losing. That's just the way pro wrestling is. Sure. Um, Shout-outs to Seth Kennedy, who is a good dude. Um, Absolutely. As long as you don't get him talking about politics. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, don't go there. <laughs> yeah. But other than that... He's very, he's very Chicago. In that, uh, in that instance, um, yeah, but very no, honestly, to the left. Honestly, honestly, good dude, really good dude. Absolutely, good dude. <laughs> Absolutely, right. um, you're very lefty, but it doesn't matter. We don't judge. <laughs> no, no, no. We we love we love all. That's not true. We don't we don't love everybody. But but <laughs> Seth's a good dude. Absolutely. Uh, um, all right. Um, Hart is backstage. Accepts a match against Jade Cargill. <sighs> Here we go again. Uh, why and when why? When did Julia Hart have a match? Well, 
you missed it, Chris. I believe it was on um, Dark, 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 Darkness of the Elevations. Darkly Dark Darkness of the Darksters. Dark, Dark, Durka, Durka. Durka, 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 Durka. (laughs) Yes, Durka, Durka, Durka. Yeah, exactly. That's when. So I guess, and you know what else is puzzling? Are we ever going to get a TBS title match on TBS? Uh, it's, uh, it's looking not good. Yeah. So far <laughs> the TBS championship has been defended on rampage, which is it on will TNT again be defended <laughs> on rampage, which is on TNT. And of course, tonight on the TBS <laughs> network, we started off with a TNT title match. Right. Right. I mean, I know they're the same thing. I, I know, but come on, if we've got a TBS belt, at least fucking have it on TBS sometimes. I mean, damn. You'd think. You um, think. Anyway, I don't have any time for this. I don't give a shit. Um, uh, well, I don't care about Julia seconds. Hart. Yeah, no, it's not. I don't care what her last name is. Okay, I don't even. I even even that doesn't entice me. I don't care. Well, let me um, just say one thing about this little segment about Smart Mark. What was his last name? Was it Spencer? I can't even remember. Sterling. Oh, Sterling. Smart Mark Sterling. I watched GCW's The World just a few days ago yes i did Mm -hmm. (laughs) and yes there was a lot of AEW wrestlers in there and yes i'm gonna say it right now this shit is a dead set parody of ecw not just a parody but it's a it comes across like a parody of wrestling like i'm watching well it was appropriate because at the hammerstein ballroom and i always love any show at the hammerstein ballroom or hammerstein whatever you want to fucking call it right because it's just i love the place right and it was electric it looks extremely unique extremely unique but gcw is definitely not extremely unique because they so want to be czw and ecw so bad right Mm -hmm. the funny thing about that show is and i'll just point it out smart mark sterling can fucking talk bro he was killing it on the mic on on the gcw show which actually kind of impressed me and Finally, I guess TK must have watched that show because he gave him a bit more mic time where he spoke a lot more. You know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah, telling there's you, there's a lot of guys on this show who are who are very very miscast. There's there's there, there are some guys on this like in this company who are excellent talkers who they don't let speak. There are some guys who are really not great talkers who they have talk every week. There are some guys who are great in ring in ring competitors who we don't see wrestle. And there are some guys who are basically going through wrestling school and we have to watch. Yeah. And I just want to say Moxie's theme in GCW absolutely kicks Wild Thing in the backside, bro, by a fucking country mile, put it that way. But uh, yeah, that GCW- Wild Thing is not a good fucking entrance for that guy. I, like nah. Wild Thing is, is fine. It's a great, like it's a very fun song. I get why I he's get, using it though. I get it. Oh, haha, Cleveland. You know, yeah. That's it's, right. Because it's from the, because it's from the movie, you know, the, the movie. That's it, it, member, member, member. All the member right. berries. Fuck off! It doesn't. It doesn't fit that guy. That guy's uh, a badass, and that song is not badass. That song is funny, especially the chick with the chick singing it, and even with the original version, man, it just sounds too old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just sounds way too old. But I prefer his original fucking theme, man. Even if it's one big yeah. loop. I don't care. Give me just a lot of really rough guitar sounds. That's, That's it, all man. I need. I don't. 
Well, yeah, but yeah, like I was saying, GCW is one fucking weird show. And I've, and it's not my first GCW show, but it just really reminded me of such a parody. It's not funny. But anyway, please continue. All right. Continuing right along here, we've got Layla Hirsch versus Yellow Snow. Um, Who? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yellow Snow. Yellow um, Snow. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Anyway, so anyway, Red Velvet, uh, uh, she starts off the match in control. Um, her quickness is obviously giving Hirsch some trouble. Uh, to start off with, they're on the outside because remember, this is a this is a very serious matchup between two people who used to be just the best of friends, and now they're not friends Ooh, anymore because because right. Layla Hirsch turned her back on Purple Rain. Um, <laughs> anyway, Purple Rain gets her in an armbar, which gets countered by Layla Hirsch. The announcers tell us that these two are the number one and number two contenders in the women's division. Get fucked, Tony Khan. Get fucked. Yeah. Get fucked. This match uh, has all the botches. Um, I Orange Crush or Yellow Snow or Purple Rain or whatever her <laughs> fucking name is, is not a good wrestler. She is always about two feet shy on her strikes. Her, uh, her wrestling moves have zero impact and she doesn't have particularly good facials either. I, hmm. I'm i sorry. She's not good. I didn't like this match. I really like Layla Hirsch. This match was bad. Um, yeah. But live TV is not the place for wrestling school. <laughs> no, not at all. Although she's the daughter of Prudencio Cardona who used to be a former flyweight world champion in boxing. Yes. Well, um, and Mathis Frazier was Joe's son too. He wasn't impressive either. Well, I'll tell you who else is not impressive is her future husband, bro. Who she married to? Wes Briscoe, the son of Gerald Briscoe, who should be a big deal, but for whatever reason, he's not. I don't even know who that is. You don't? Um, he was in fucking <laughs> Aces of 0.8s, bro. Aces of... What? Oh, the... Aces right, of... the Bully Ray thing. Yeah. From I say Impact. Aces of 0.8s because they weren't pulling in ratings, that's for sure. But, um... Oh, yeah, shout out to Don one. Tony. I like that. <laughs> for, that's where I stole that from. But it's true. She's with Wes Briscoe. Gerald Briscoe's son, who's also a professional wrestler, who made his name in TNA. He's had the look. Uh, I think, I don't know what's up with him, man, but no one gives a shit about him anymore. And including red fucking cherry ripe cake. I don't fucking know what the fuck she is, but she sucks. Yeah. So, cherry cheesecake gets pinned. Um Becomes the number one contender in the women's division. Statlander cool. comes out to save her. Uh, <sighs> Buried. I don't care. I Jimmy good, Crackhorn bro. and I don't care except for her ass, man. Honestly, Lila Hirsch is, is very pretty. Um, Chris Statlander is very pretty. Um, Red Velvet is. 
okay, I guess. I, I don't know. She's like a six. Um, <laughs> oh, that will sting. <laughs> no pun intended. It's sting. It's sting. <laughs> um, oh, in this case, sorry. it stings. It's sting. <laughs> All right. Um, Malachi Black cuts a promo on Pac. Uh, he says some creepy shit. And then Brody King comes in and says some additional creepy shit. Uh, I didn't give a fuck. Yep. Because Hard apparently care. the death triangle is back, bro. Yeah, there's death triangles and inner circles and red velvets and blue skies and yep. yellow snow. <laughs> it's basically like, you know, uh, like two years ago, my youngest was going to preschool and everything was about circles and squares and rectangles, <laughs> right. and red and blue and purple and pink. That's what I'm getting from AEW. Everything is a circle or a color. Yes, it is. And we're back in preschool, brother. Brother. Back in preschool where everything is a color, except maybe not anything that's being booked by Booker of the Year because Leo Rush doesn't think so. <laughs> 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 Shout out to Leo Rush, and uh, good luck in your future endeavors. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I have a very good idea. If you ever want to get back into AEW, Leo Rush, you should <laughs> dot Shut dot the dot fuck up. apologize. <laughs> That's right. Apologize to to TK now. Damn it! Get on your knees and apologize, because really he should be pulling his pants down right now, TK. And making Leo Rush absolutely kiss his derriere, if you know what I'm saying. For sure. For sure. All right. So we just saw the number one contender for the women's championship um, leave the ring. Yep. And um, she's the number one contender for the women's champion. She's a heel. Um, And next up. Uh, as fate would have it, we have uh-huh. the AEW Women's Champion coming out. So, of oh, course, you know? she's going to have something to say about the brand new number one contender for her championship that just happened a minute ago before we came uh-huh. back from break. Wouldn't you think, Jimmy? Don't oh, you, you think? Wouldn't you imagine she'd have something to say about the thing that just <laughs> happened that has yes. a lot to do with her character? Right. But you know what I want to know, though, Christos? Where the fuck is Jamie Hayter and uh, Rebel? Not Rebel. Not Rebel. Um, I. You know what? Maybe they cheer for a different football team. Because all I got <laughs> out of Britt Baker was blah, blah, blah football. Yep. Um, and blah, blah, blah Steelers. I'm sure this was... I'm sure this was a great promo if you follow along with NFL football. I don't care about NFL football. I do love football. I watch college ball. I always have. I've been to the Rose Bowl twice. Um, I don't give a fuck about this promo at all. This meant nothing to me. Um, She disses Cleveland. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, And Cleveland does not rock. Just quietly. Uh, it, I've I've yet to see Cleveland do much. Um, <laughs> Shout out to my cousins from Ohio. <laughs> what up, Tonya? Yes. I think my first cousin, man. Yeah, OH. I know, and I've got family there. Unfortunately, bro. <laughs> okay. Um, Nyla Rose comes out and says, that, oh. 
she's great. She should be the TNT champion. No, sorry. Can I do something? Can I say, I want to be the TBS champion. No, I want to be the TBS champion. Or was it? Or was it? women. (laughs) Or was it? I want to be the TNT champion, Cody. I mean, Sammy. (laughs) Oh, man. Was she a man tonight or what, bro? Oh, fuck. She, uh, Excuse me with my language. She might be that guy's dad. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, if TK was smart, and clearly he ain't, I would be booking this bitch as the man that he is, right, and absolutely run over every bitch in the division, bro. Up until Jade Cargill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they won't do it, um, but it would be... That's television, bro. It, That's compelling television. It would actually be compelling. No, Absolutely. it really would. Like, Absolutely. I'm more yeah. for That's when I can get down with fucking Nyla fucking, or should I say, Nylon Rose. <laughs> did, you just, did you just say you want to get down with Nyla not Rose? Not that down. Please. Not down with that. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> not that down. But uh, just <gasps> down with the True character. True what they say about the Greeks. <laughs> hey, we get down. But not that down, bruh. <laughs> Maybe in the past, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, I'm Greek, but not that Greek, bro. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit. But anyway, back to Nylon Rose, right? Or should I say Nylon Bros? Um, dude, she was duding it out. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what anybody says, man. She, she is playing it up right now, bro. Uh, he was wearing a beanie today. Let's just say oh, that doesn't God. help the look. <laughs> oh, shit. He was pissed, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Nyla Rose sounds a lot like Vince McMahon. And <laughs> you need some I'm more gonna... hormone pills, love. All right? <laughs> Nyla Rose also kind of walks like Vince McMahon. And, uh... <laughs> well, excuse me, Chris. Jeez. Oh God. Hey oh, man, it God. is what it is. I don't give a fuck if we get heat for this. He is who he is. I mean the beast. <laughs> well yeah. she is. I mean he is. The what was it? The what beast? What do they call him again? Uh the beast from No Yeast? I don't know. Oh yuck. <laughs> I'm sure that motherfucker's had a lot of yeast infections, no doubt. But anyway, uh, let's not go there. <laughs> oh, this is going off the rails. We got to get the fuck off of this. Yuck. Anyway, let's move right along. I think we got our point across. I think people get it. Um, oh, yeast. See, Seth Kennedy hates us again. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, no. Like, that. <laughs> Sorry, Seth. I know you're against that shit. But fuck, uh, bro. Come on. Uh, fuck. We love you All still, right. though, bro. Even if you hate us, man. It's nothing personal. We're just calling it how we see it, man. Oh, man. This should have been a lights off podcast. Oh. I, uh, <laughs> lights. You mean a lights out podcast? Sure. Lights <laughs> off, lights out. <laughs> uh, oh, hmm. man. Hey, we've never fucking. We should not be held responsible for what happens during this podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, oh man. God. Like I said, anyone that we're offending, we're just calling it how we see it, man. It is what it is. He said it himself. It came out of his mouth. He fucks girls, women, and fucks males. The motherfucker goes both ways. So, and he's still got his fucking peacock. So fucking, <laughs> come on. I don't care what anybody weird. says. That's really weird. Um, I mean, whatever. I mean, do whatever you want. I don't care. I'm just saying, like, don't tell me I have to. Don't tell me what I have to call you. It's it's That's like, it. it's like if you come up to me, Jimmy, tomorrow, and you're like, from now on, you're gonna call me Thor, God <laughs> of Thunder and War, forever, and you have to call me that. You have to use the whole title every single time you refer to me, and I'm gonna right. go fuck off, Jim. Well, it's better than being called Nyla. <laughs> I'm just gonna go, Jim. Go fuck yourself. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe I will. Also. Also, the descriptors that I use about you, you don't get to tell me what I'm allowed to say. If right. I say, Jimmy, you're an ugly motherfucker, you don't get to say, no, I'm handsome, and now you have to call me handsome. No, I don't. I don't have to fucking call you anything I don't want to. <laughs> don't have to. I don't have to. Well, yeah, you don't have to. That's true. That's 100% true. But no. Apparently, we have to. I, I don't have to. But I will say that Nyla Rose is very handsome. All right, moving on. Um, it was a lights out match. Oh, yes, lights out. And also, what, which is also what everyone calls it when they have sex with Nyla Rose. Oh, oh okay, can I actually Where? say before we move on about Nyla Rose? Let me just say one thing. Do you know what? It, what was his real name? Can anyone guess? Douglas. I don't. <laughs> Douglas. You know what? What the fuck? Rose? Hey, man. Hang on a minute. I remember seeing his actual name, and now it's not anywhere to be found on Wikipedia. So, scratch that. This can just move on from Nylon Bros. All right, let's move on. Um, so, there's a lights out match. Um, Orange Cassidy turns his back on Adam Cole. Um, JR says, well, that's stupid. <laughs> uh so it's official uh jr has called orange cassidy stupid oh straight away to too this. straight uh, away i'm gonna take this opportunity to say i agree jim uh thank you you are a treasure absolutely jim absolutely <laughs> all right they start this match off exchanging punches it looks awful um jim do you know what the fakest thing in wrestling is according to al snow let me guess. What is it, Chris? It's the punch. So don't well, expose true. yourself with just exchanging punches that quickly in a match. It looked like shit. Yeah, and there's a lot of wrestlers out there that fucking don't know how to fucking do a worked punch properly, man. Then again, there's only very few that actually do know how to pull that off. Yeah, and that's fine. If you don't know how to do a, a work punch, do it. if your work punch looks like shit, and you can't get any better doing a work punch than land chops, land forearms, throw a kick, do an overhead, uh, do a suplex. Right. Um, you can avoid doing it. You uh, wrestlers literally did not punch anyone for like the first hundred years of professional wrestling because <laughs> it was a rule not to punch people. Ding dong. It's true. 
<laughs> That's actually very true. As a matter of fact, punching in professional wrestling should be totally illegal. I mean, the referee still will be like, oh, your fist is closed to yeah. everybody when they're fighting, but nobody gives a shit because it's... It doesn't I mean, exist like anymore. The rules rope. changed. Just, yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a polite suggestion because we wouldn't want to have a... We wouldn't want to have a universe where the rules are clearly defined so that you could clearly define when someone is or isn't cheating and therefore is or isn't a protagonist or antagonist in the story that we're telling. You wouldn't want to have something like that happen. I oh, mean, no. Who would want that? That sounds boring. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pal. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so they fight on the outside. They throw each other around a little bit. It's funny. Because they're teeny men and they're throwing each other around. Oh, so Adam you're, Cole, you're tiny titties. Under, they're teeny tiny little men. <laughs> um, yeah, one of them looks teeny tiny and fat, and the other one looks teeny tiny and skinny. It's cool. Um, maybe that's why they're fighting. I honestly don't remember. Uh, at one point, Adam Cole goes to grab a uh, a chair from under the ring, and Danhausen is there. Uh, Dan fucking Housen, bro. He is the most wacky professional. This is what I don't understand, dude. I thought AEW, they've got too many wrestlers as it is, right? Let's, you and I, let's be fucking real here. Dan Housen, he's all right. He's funny. He's cool. He's weird. But he's going to be an afterthought in about two weeks. And what the fuck was he doing here? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. And we probably will never know because it didn't make sense why he... I guess he's part of chaos now? I you don't know. know. Is he a I've best heard? friend? You know who else I've heard might be a best friend? Who, who? might be a member of chaos moving forward? To the immortal Hulk Hogan. Brother! Are you saying what I think you're saying, Chris? I think it's time to hear from Hogan's Corner. Whoa. And we'll be right back after Hogan's Corner. Brother! Promotional consideration paid for by the following. And now, another episode of Hogan's Corner. Well, doesn't work for me, brother. But I gotta tell you, the time that I faced Earthquake John Tento, that fat motherfucker, brother, he's a big fat fuck. You know, me and him, we had a fucking program, brother. And he sat on my chest, and he did the Earthquake, brother, and he sent me to the hospital, broken wrist, brother. And you know what? All the little Hulkamaniacs, they showed me love. They fucking covered my hotel hospital room, brother, with all the goddamn mail that I got from the Hulkamaniacs all around the world. With that fat fuck, you know what? At SummerSlam 90, brother. I told Vince McMahon 
you know? Well, doesn't work for me, brother. You know, I want to fucking slam that motherfucker, hit him with a big boot, and drop the leg, and one, two, three, brother. But Vince McMahon said, no, brother, you're going to win by count out, because the big boss man going to hit him, and you're going to beat the count, brother. No, well, doesn't work for me, brother. So, you know what? Fuck that shit. So I got to tell you, Earthquake, what you going to do? One Hulkamania runs wild on you, brother. And I fucking win, because I'm still alive, brother. Hulk Hogan is just too sweet. Terrible as hell, brother. And that was another Hogan's Corner. All right. Well, thank you to the immortal one, Hulk Hogan, for his uh, for his words there. Um, I'm still not any more certain if he's a part of the best friends or uh, or anything like that. But uh, always yeah. entertaining. Thanks for being here, Terry Hulk Hogan, <laughs> Balea, twenty four inch pythons, yep. four inch penis. Oh, <clears throat> oh did him. Sh- Oh, four-inch penis, penis with 24-inch pythons, brother. Yep. Um, not impressive. Uh, the uh, best friends and the young bucket. Uh, uh, young bucket. Uh, they get involved here. Uh, nobody gives a shit. There's a near fall. Cassidy hurts his hand. They go backstage. Um, after going through a table and then kicking out, um, it looks like Cassidy's basically ready to die. Um, Adam Cole goes to hit him with the with the knee to the back of the head, but Cassidy jumps up, no cells, and lands a kick. So, Ugh. and then he drops back down because that's how you sell. You you jump up real excited, like right. Yeah. You do this real cool, real fast move, like right away, and then and then then you fall down like you're hurt. That's what happens yep. in the UFC too. Oh yeah. Sure does. Yeah. Mm. This match. That's bro. how that goes. Yeah. These guys are not the Rock and Mick Foley. And oh, they're they better than the Rock be... and Mick Foley, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I will literally stop podcasting with you, Jimmy. Don't say that. <laughs> you know uh... what I mean, that <laughs> shit. But AEW <laughs> fucking fans will definitely tell you otherwise. Uh, they are mid-card cruiserweights. That's, yeah, that's who they mid. Are. They're not even main event cruiserweights. They're not Just like Chicago Ray and Eddie <laughs> and Chris. They're 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 like Hooventude and um. Hey, Hooventude was the Calo. juice, bro. Oh, yeah, Super Calo. Okay, Hoovy was a bit more of a star. Super Calo, but I mean seriously, Super Calo. He's wearing his pajamas, El bro. Al Dandy. I'll go one better. Triple six, Damien, bro. All right. Or or Viano one to four. Hector Gaza. There's, you know, <laughs> Viano might be like Silver a name King. for a porn. Rest in peace. Yes. Viano might actually be a name for a porn movie because there's always like another number next to Viano. It's like porn movies. Have you ever noticed that with porn movies? <laughs> like 
Have you ever tried? Have you ever taken a moment to just read the titles of porn movies? They're hilarious. It's well. like nasty, dirty cocksuckers eighteen. And you're like, <laughs> do I have to watch the first seventeen nasty, dirty cocksuckers in order to understand the plot, or <laughs> will I just be able to jump right in here? Or big black bukaki sessions. Pissed off. Um, but we're we're not talking about Nyla Rose anymore. Um, Adam Cole is incapable of getting out of a hug. Cassidy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and Orange Cassidy gets the win here. Adam Cole must be so happy he left. Oh, dude! For, before we go on more more about this match, what, there's one thing I need to know though, Chris. Which beach were they at when they were? walking up to each other face to face brother and why weren't they freaking punching on right there and there at the beach they must have been in florida clearly not in cleveland <laughs> yeah it definitely wasn't cleveland um <laughs> unless they've had a hell of a cold snap over the last couple of days yeah. um baby you know what jim what's that chris i i, I don't fucking care so not even Jimmy Crackhorn? I don't care about this feud. I don't care about this match. I don't care <laughs> about literally anything that has anything to do with these jackasses having a wrestling match or having uh, a feud or moving forward. I don't care. You can't convince me that Adam Cole's coming back from this either. He just lost the feud to Orange fucking Cassidy. I was shocked, man. I... I mean, really? Adam Cole lost to Orange Cassidy? But you know what the thinking was, right? They would have been thinking, well, Orange needs to get, you know, he needs to get a win in, man, because he keeps fucking losing, losing like for like 10 weeks straight. Sure, I can agree to that. But this match wasn't it. This opponent wasn't it. You know what I'm saying? He should have gotten some wins during the lead up, maybe. Not this. Or in the tag matches. When they had tag matches... It would have been fine for Adam Cole to take the pin, right? Or not, maybe not him take the pin, but take the loss, right? Which That way, it doesn't really hurt him, and then you can get Adam Cole to go over. But now, now, didn't he say this would be the end of this feud? That's what I was given to believe, which means he just lost the feud to Orange Cassidy. Okay, so this is what's going to happen. Next week... On Dark Elevations of Elevations, right? <laughs> or probably Dynamite. He's going to fucking pull out Danhausen from somewhere in the depths of Danhausenville, right? Absolutely beat the shit out of him on on the air, right? In the middle of the ring, just hopefully to a bloody pulp, right? Because of what he did. He's going to blame Danhausen for losing this match, right? And hopefully not. I hope this doesn't happen. Because it looks bleak for fucking Adam Cole, baby, either way. It's either he goes into a feud with Danhausen, or he continues to fuck around with Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. I mean... And three weeks ago, they called him the number one contender for the world championship. So what the fuck? As Jim Cornette would say, what the fuck? <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, Danhausen and Adam Cole. The show was exhausting. Yeah, it like, was. It was exhausting, it was. Jimmy. Watching Definitely. it was like, 
that every single good thing I was like, oh yeah, I like the little booking there with Wardlow. I like the subtlety of what they did with him and Sean Spears. That was cool. Uh, CM Punk and MJF are still good on the mic. I thought they went on too long. I think they need to actually have their match already. Well, um, Chicago, baby. I um, What else was good? I like Layla Hirsch. I think she's a great wrestler. What they did with her tonight was dumb. And How also dumb? Made Can no I just sense. say one thing about that? They book her to be some tough bitch, right? Mm-hmm. You can kick the fuck through any bitch. Yet she cheated to win. Because she had to cheat to beat Red fucking Velvet. Cherry Cheesecake. Cherry Cheesecake. Um, So what was the point of building her up to be a badass just for her to pull, like, hold on to the tights when she's booked to be like a shoot fighter, man? Well, you got to understand, though, before this match, Red Velvet was the number one contender for the women's championship, Jimmy. (sighs) Wow. Big win. Yeah, this same Layla Hirsch beat the shit out of the alien and a cheesecake. Tony, show. You keep, like, the, oh, God. Like, if you wanted to make this a fucking big match, you could have. You need to have consistent booking for about three to six weeks in order to build a match. You need to have some kind of connection between these two, actually build. Not have one match and then break up the next week. That doesn't. There's no. There is no connectivity there. Nobody gives a shit because you're not really a team. Um, yeah. It's like. It's like you know if you and I started beefing and stuff, people would be like, "Oh shit, that's that's serious." Because you and I have been doing this fucking show for two years, right? Yeah, now let's now now listen. I love like I love Kevin Panetta, but he and I have never really done a show together. Now right. what would happen if me and Kevin Panetta were suddenly like, you know what? I'm not going to do a show with you, Kevin. Nobody would give a shit because me and Kevin Panetta don't have a fucking show together. Right. That's true. It's true. I, I, I'm flabbergasted, Chris. Flabbergasted. This show was a fucking... They talk about resets. Even JR mentioned a reset, if you heard him say that. Yet uh, we're falling for the same shit, bro. Like they're doing the same shit, really. I'll Except take worse. a reset at this point. Again? Did we get a reset, reset two weeks ago? Wasn't there a reset, supposedly, two, three weeks I, ago? When TBS started? Yeah, sure. Sure it was. So, um... Adam Cole, your number one contender, folks. He lost to Orange Cassidy. Surely he goes way down the ladder, even though Orange Cassidy lost like 10 matches in a row, pretty much. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. but how the fuck was Red Velvet the number one contender for you the win? tell me. Who she beat, bro? How the fuck is Private Party the number one contender in the tag championships? At least Private Party, which still doesn't make sense, but it makes more sense than Red Velvet being the number one contender. And that when still was the doesn't last make time sense. You saw Red Velvet get a win on TV. I don't know. Good question. When was the last time she won? And don't point to dark elevations of the elevations. That's not TV. It's YouTube. YouTube is not TV. <laughs> well, they do have YouTube TV now, Chris. People might argue that. <laughs> Nobody pays for that shit. Well, Jago does actually. So shout out to the boss himself, Jago. Oh, well done. At at Mark Media, the doctor, Michael Jargo. Well, then what the fuck, Jargo? Why aren't yeah. you watching the fucking, the darkly elevated elevator of darkly elevated elevation <laughs> of dark? Why well, aren't you? You yeah, have YouTube true. TV. Jesus, what are you doing? Well, I'll give a little preview for, for Uncaged and the blow off. 
Jago messaged me and said, boy, I can't wait to do our shows because he hated Dynamite. And I don't blame him. Um, no blame here. Super bad show. Super bad. Uh, super bad show. And I don't mean like super bad the movie, which is one of the best mm. movies of all time. I Very mean, funny. like, it's super bad. Um, like whatever plastic surgery Nyla Rose has had to look like a female. Sorry. Uh, that's the last don't one. Talk about tonight, her folks. like that. That's, that's the last one. You can find me uh, on Twitter. I am at ChrisAms1. You can find me on Facebook. I am Christopher Ams. Um, Jimmy, where can the people find you? You can find me not on Facebook, even though I am, but you know that's for like family and friends. But you can follow me at DJ Mass Effects on Twitter and at the PWC Network also on Twitter. And please, most importantly, like and subscribe right here at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com and at markmedia.com and the pwhustlenetworks.podbean.com where you can find this show right here, the PWC Wednesday Night Skirmish. So Chris, in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. Here's Chris Ams. And you've been listening to the PWC Wednesday Night Skirmish right here on the PWC Network. Adios. Pasa fuera. <laughs> <laughs>